I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, everyone. This is your bonus episode of the Shameless Sex Podcast. This means it's ad-free. We try to do one a month for you because we love you. And we also need ads in our other episodes. But sometimes we like to do something nice for our listeners because you are the best. We have the best listeners. Uh, This episode is with Simon Rex. He has his own podcast called Nervous Rex, I believe. Uh, he also, I think, was an MTV VJ. He's been in scary movie, I don't know, three and four and five. I think there's that many scary movies. He's a comedian um, and an interesting person. And it's also with Kyle Tierman of The Kyle Tierman Show. He's a good friend and also fellow podcaster, uh, big wave surfer, brilliant thinker, asks really good questions. Uh, and we three of us sit down on Kyle's couch and talk all about sex, actually, um, which is not the premise of their podcast. But who doesn't like talking about sex? So uh, this episode was originally recorded and designed to go on, I believe, Kyle's podcast. And I thought I'd share it with you all as well, because there's always new things that we share. And um, who doesn't want to hear new things from yours truly? I don't know. Maybe you don't. But... <laughs> Enjoy, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, guys. So I'm reading The War of Art, Uh and here's a passage from it. Resistance and sex. (laughs) Sometimes resistance takes the form of sex or an obsessive preoccupation with sex. Why sex? Because sex provides immediate and powerful gratification. When someone sleeps with us, we feel validated and approved of, even loved. Resistance gets a big kick out of that. It knows it has distracted us with a cheap, easy fix and kept us from doing our work. Of course, not all sex is a manifestation of resistance. In my experience, you can tell by the measure of hollowness you feel afterward. The more empty you feel, the more certain you can be that your true motivation was not love or even lust, but resistance. It goes without saying that the princ- this principle applies to drugs, shopping, masturbation, TV, gossip, alcohol, and the consumption of all products containing fat, sugar, salt, or chocolate. Unless it's dark chocolate <laughs> mixed with my glorious mud water right Why here. were you only looking at her when you read that? <laughs> I wanted some. Sorry. Wanted some eye candy. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved that. I just, okay, thank you for that, Kyle. Yeah, and I just want to paint the picture for everyone. Kyle's wearing Rudolph <laughs> socks right now and a purple shirt that says, Vote Her with the Earth on it. Um, some Patagonia shorts, like you just went for a run and you just read some powerful 
<laughs> well, we did just we did just have a little exercise. We did Santa Monica. What's it called? I mean, Santa, Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz movement is the Ido Portal method. Simon and I were doing some crouching tiger, hidden dragon movements in the backyard, yeah. getting jiggy with it. It was great, and then we meditated to Sam Harris, who has a boring voice, so it was he was putting me out. Yeah. Now, uh, let's go backwards a little bit to that poem. I relate mm-hmm. to the empty. I always said sometimes when I had sex with someone, I felt like an empty chocolate Easter bunny. You know those ones um, that are empty inside, yeah. like you you're all stoked, and then you get it, and then it's like crumbles, and there's nothing inside. I felt that after having sex before. And I was like, this sucks. Like I, I, it's almost like the same feeling when you, it's like a regret weird thing. And I, I was like, why am I feeling this way? It was when I got older, like in my more recent years, when I was younger, I didn't give a fuck. And then I totally understand that state, that Started sentiment about feeling empty. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that, do you guys ever have that? Is that, I mean, so you're talking, so I'm, I'm curious, is that when this, uh, there was like not a big connection yes. there? Yeah. Is that, is that like, it was useless, meaningless, yeah. dumb, like regrettable sex. Yeah. And I was called, oh, sorry, I cut you off. Well, I was, say, I was just, just like, you, I just like that. I just want to, to fuck, you know, it's just, there's like some sort of uh, pri- more primal drive or something else, or there's some sort of like, you know, in internal dilemma with, you know, emotional wounding or something that it's seeking out, but it wasn't that there was a deep connection there. So it left with, we were left with the emptiness. Well, yeah, it was that, it was that, it was like, yeah, I wanted like empty, meaningless sex and I got it. And then I didn't like it afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's it was, still empty. It was <laughs> yeah. It, it's strange. I think it was just coming with like, again, I think it was just, I got older and it was just like, oh, that wasn't worth it. Now I just like, uh, that was it. I, 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 my friend coined this term and I've heard it more recently s- phrased differently, but, uh, P.O.D. Post orgasm disgust, mm. where after you have an orgasm, you're like, "Fuck, get me out of here!" Why do I do this? Who is this person? <laughs> and then it's also called um, post nut clarity. So after oh. you nut, you're clear. And 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 I listen to these girls' podcasts, and they're like, "Listen, ladies, it, when your guy has when he's finished and he's quiet and weird, like don't take it personal. It's what guys do. They get introverted. They're like, it's just normal." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you're right." And even to the more of that to that effect i suffered from current orgasm disgust where as i was having an orgasm with somebody i was like wasn't worth it i couldn't even enjoy the 7 <laughs> yeah. seconds i wow, worked to get mm. wasn't worth it yeah. why did i do this i couldn't even enjoy it anymore so that's like, just me being fucked yeah or it's also like getting drunk like the more uh the older you get when you get drunk like the less you can enjoy it while it's happening yeah you know at least for me for yeah for me it's a lot of it's about like just presence. Like I remember when I was younger and just trying to get laid as much as I could uh, in high school. Spread the seed. I remember thinking like I'd be fucking and being like, "Yeah, like this is cool." <laughs> but like it was like me, future me, thinking yeah. about present me and the situation. You know, it's you it's, say it, you were not being. It, it's present. like it was almost like doing a hike for the selfie at the top uh-huh. or something like so, that. So yeah, it wasn't a present thing. It was more like thinking about the future and how awesome I look by with all the chicks that I've banked and then later on down the road it was yeah but i want to become like a samurai with it i want to learn about multiple orgasms Mm -hmm. as a man like i feel like that's a worthy pursuit wait you mean to you as a man having multiple orgasms i've only had that once in my life really yeah how'd it happen in hawaii Maybe it was the climate uh (laughs) and the energy there but i had an orgasm and then they just drank their tea at the same time, their coffee, their mud water. Uh, I, they're like, tell me more. Yeah, do you tell. Uh, uh, You're getting all... No, no I had an orgasm. Picture. And then I, she kept going. And I just had another one back to back. Never had that once in my life. That was the only time. 
So anyway, so that's this, all the whole yeah, story. Two yeah. back to back, yeah. And I never, you know, it's funny. I just thought of that story because as we're out back meditating, and I was noticing like the Santa Cruz breeze on my face, and the sun, and the ducks quack in the background, the siren in the distance. I was like, oh, this breeze feels like the best breeze I ever felt in my life, which was when I had the double orgasm and I was like laid out and this Hawaiian breeze just like mm. crept up my nuts across my body. <laughs> and I was like, that was the best breeze I've oh, ever felt. Bro. I always remembered it. I so think, anyway, yeah. I think context, I it has uh, so much to do. There's so many th- components or so many things that, that contribute to the experience, at least for me and my orgasmic process. And it would be everything, the environment to the energy to, you know, my hormones to how I'm a- arriving here and, you know, what kind of sleep did I have and what kind of food did I eat? And what yeah. is the what was the connection like with that person that I'm with, uh, you know, yesterday? And what is it like right now? All of it contributes to it, it, it all feeds into it. And, and that's me. I think I myself as kind of a complicated sexual being. I'm like a really uh, a challenging, safe to crack, um, to, to figure out. Um, and I need all these little things to go into that place. And so when I've had multi-orgasmic experiences, as this experience of like, is this one you know, 15 minute orgasm or is it, is there like 80 orgasms happening in 15 minutes, but I'm just somewhere else. Well, women have multiple orgasms. It's more strange yeah. for a man to, right? Isn't well, that? Th- it's, it's more so like my understanding of it. So if you think of, you know, of, of male sexuality, right. Um, is, is that before you went through puberty and you were able to actually ejaculate, uh, you could still have orgasms. You see like young kids are masturbating and that like five with their teddy bears. You told, you told me that. And mm. I remembered Having that happen before I could ejaculate, you could Fucking have orgasms, teddy bear? and you weren't exactly. and you weren't ejaculating, but you could probably have multiple orgasms yeah. still. You like you could have them. There wasn't. My brother had a w- Girls of Tahiti calendar Ooh. that I stole from him, <laughs> and, I was, and I knew what jerking off was, but I couldn't do it at the uh-huh. time. But I remember having orgasms. Yeah, and, and 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 so my understanding is that it's the ejaculation that's getting in your way of making it so that you need this this refractory period to rest before you can go have an orgasm or um, have, you know, an, an ejaculation again. It's, it's that expelling of that energy because it's such a big process. It's, it's a lot of energy for you. That's why you go in that sleepy world of, you know, introspection after the, uh, the orgasm. He looks like he's really thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just trying not to interrupt. I have so many thoughts. Yeah, I heard good. that you can do uh, a male version of a Kegel uh-huh. to help with I'm doing them right now. Yeah. Yeah, doing you're them right now. Do 400 a day. That's <laughs> I what I was doing. <laughs> 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 His is like... Your cock's going up and down the pants. Well, that's and that's what they teach in. And this isn't. My, I mean, I, I teach a lot of sex ed stuff, and and I and I do teach some light tantra um, 101 classes uh, and. So this, but I wouldn't say that I'm a, a, an extreme expert in this. But my understanding of that is, uh, and there's great books on this. Is Multi Orgasmic Man, which is from a Taoist perspective, and then there's a lot of wonderful tantra books, like Urban Tantra is one of my favorite tantra books. And they teach something. Yes, I forgot which one it's from, but they call the Big Draw, and it's essentially it's. I mean, they use a wave analogy actually. That if you know, if you're riding on a wave, and your orgasm and ejaculation is when you actually go over the top. You know, you can't just come back over there, right? You already went over the top, so it's when you're actually coming up to the, the back of the wave. But before you get over the top, you kind of hang out there at that place instead of going over the top. So I like to use the number system for my orgasms. <laughs> I'm also a very heady person. So if a 10 is like orgasm, you know, I like I had a full orgasm and a zero is I'm just starting to get aroused. I often, in my, my sexual experience, I often hang out at like an eight or nine for a long time 
but to get me to a 10, it takes, uh, takes a, a lot to get me there. But I can hang on an eight or nine for like an hour. Wow. And, and it's amazing. It's that's, absolutely amazing. That's skills. That's skills. So I think, but for the multi-orgasmic man, you would be at the eight or nine, and the nine might be too far because it might bring you too close to going over the top. So maybe you're at the eight. <laughs> yeah, then you're like, oh, shit, I yeah. went over, and then yeah, that's... Went over the wave. Yeah, oops. But if you're at the eight, uh, 